This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 119, Here and Healthy. In this episode, I have got some knitting, some sewing, a little recovery from the end of 2020, and, you know, a little bit of this and that. We'll see what pops up as we record. All right, so it is right around the middle of February, February 20th, 2021. So just to fill you in on, you know, life and how you think you have enough lemons, but then it gives you more. 2020, literally like the last week of the year, decided to get a few shots in on me before we rolled into 2021. Uh, yeah, so the day before Christmas Eve, I ended up at the emergency room. Uh, one of my internal organs had decided to inflame and irritate itself, and it was extremely painful, and it was quite awful. <laughs> And they wanted to hospitalize me for a few days, but I refused to be admitted to the hospital because of everything else that was going on in my family at the time. So less than 12 hours after leaving the emergency room, I was booking tickets to Pennsylvania to be with my mom. My father passed away on Christmas Eve. Um, it's, it is sad and it's horrible. However, uh, he was in a state where that was probably better off than he would have been if he had continued to live in his condition. So yes, we um, mourn his loss, but we are thankful that he will not suffer. So yeah, so that was just, that was, that was the way 2020 ended for me. So no recurrence on the medical issues, which is great. We are spending quite a bit of time helping my mom get everything settled for herself so that, you know, she can maintain the lifestyle that her and my dad enjoyed. I mean, the man retired from three different jobs. <laughs> I think he worked until he just physically couldn't work anymore. And so, yeah, we're making sure she's taken care of. They have been trapped in their hometown for a few years because of his health issues. And so now my mom will get to travel and come here to see where we live and, um, you know, go to see her grandkids and all sorts of things once she gets her stuff settled. And, you know, hopefully she gets to enjoy the rest of her life as she intended to, unfortunately with my father. But while she is still healthy and kicking and too stubborn to even slow down. <laughs> so yeah, that that's, that's kind of the turn it took. A lot of good things have happened though uh, at the tail end of 2020 and into 2021 that, you know, both my girls are very healthy and, and trying to, live a semblance of a normal life as young adults as they can, you know, in these pandemic times. Definitely your freshman year full-time in college is not the same under pandemic conditions, but she's making the most of it and she's doing really well. Uh, Bird is interning in Steamboat, Colorado for an organization called STARS. They do adaptive recreation programs for um, people with disabilities. So right now she is spending her ski season working with them on their marketing and public relations and also helping um, young folks learn how to snowboard and enjoy winter recreation. So that's pretty fantastic. 
so they're all doing good. Boys doing good. Um, I'm still working from home, which is fantastic. And I never want to return to the office, but you know, I'm sure along with returning to the rest of normal life, I'm sure I'll eventually have to go back there, but you know, I'm making the most of it, enjoying the time that I have where I can, you know, work barefoot every day. And I'm thankful that I have a job that allows me to do that. And I'm, you know, we're doing, we're doing really, really well. So that's pretty fantastic. Um, what good happened? So since last time I recorded, I may have had a couple of patterns come out, which is pretty awesome. I had a scarf called the Foxglove scarf come out in the Nitpicks Luxury Yarn Edition in the fall of last year, which is pretty cool. I also had a shawl released in Wool Studio 9, which is pretty great. And I've released a handful of other self-published patterns on Ravelry and Lovecraft, which is cool. And I can link to all of these things, of course, in the show notes. You guys can go check them out if you haven't already. Um, For my birthday month, I released this fantastic hat that I just absolutely love. It's heavily textured. And for some reason, I had it in my head that I wanted a slouchy hat with a flat crown. So I kind of engineered the hat from there. I submitted it to Nitty. And they said, hey, we really like your hat. However, we don't like the flat crown. <laughs> and I said, thank you for your time. But um, but no, thank you, because I, I don't want to change it. Like the whole purpose of me designing this hat was, wouldn't it be cool to have a hat with a flat crown and hidden decreases? So that's what I designed. And um, it was cool that they considered it. I'm glad they liked it. But I released it on my own on February 1st of this year. And then two weeks later... I released two versions of a coordinating cowl that go along with the hat. And that is called the Tide and Pebble Hat and the Tide and Pebble Cow. And those are both available at my Ravelry store and on Lovecraft. And I'm really proud of them. They made me very, very happy. Um, unfortunately, I had to model one version of the cowl myself because my normal models are off on their life and weren't available. But I must say I look pretty darn good in that cowl. And I love it. It was a lot of fun to knit and a lot of fun to design. And I'm glad it came out. And that makes me happy. I, yeah, so that has been pretty cool. So really, that's all we've got for updates. I have been trying to keep myself busy and finding ways to work crafting into my everyday life instead of, um, you know, just, just sitting around. So, so yeah, I guess that's all we've got in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. And I have been, I have been surprisingly busy. Um, I started things and I finished them. I started things and I didn't finish them. And it's actually, I've actually spent quite a bit of time crafting and really, really thoroughly enjoying it. Um, Yeah. So let me just get this little, little bit out of the way. So last, not last Christmas, the Christmas of 2019, the boy got me a Cricut maker for Christmas and I must admit I was a little afraid of it because you know the materials and things like that are not cheap. He got me like sampler packs and stuff like that but I was afraid of messing materials up and like it was going to be too difficult for me and that kind of thing so I was super hesitant to dive into it and didn't actually really start using it until September of 2020 but I made labels for my some of my drawers in my crafter. I 
uh, made some vinyl decor for the craft room. I also made, oh God, I've got to find a picture of this. It's so cute. So my nephew, his name is Michael. He is 15 years old, almost 16. And it started about three years ago. So I get him onesie pajamas every year for Christmas because, you know, the first pair he loved, second pair he loved. So we've kind of made it a thing. And I think he's going to get footy pajamas every year for Christmas for the rest of his life. The problem I had is between last Christmas and this Christmas season, he shot up. He's six foot two now. Yes, he is almost 16 and he is six feet two inches tall. So I was afraid of getting like onesie pajamas that were kind of unisex or didn't have adequate size charts so I could really, really see how big the fit would be. And I didn't want to get him something that was low quality. Well, for one, he's a teenage boy and I kind of wanted him to last. So I found actually a very, very plain, it's almost like a really nice sweatshirt material, pair of onesies, reasonably priced, totally fit him well. You know, he's gigantic. So I actually got a men's extra large. And then I saw the cutest thing. It was supposed to be for a baby's onesie on, um, I think it was Pinterest. And on the front, his onesie pajamas now say, guess what? And then on the back, there is a vinyl silhouette of a chicken on the butt of his onesie pajama. And they're adult size, which is what really makes it hilarious. So it's very proud of myself. He absolutely loves them. Thinks they're super, super um, comfy. And he wears them all the time. And his mom, you know, with the winter weather, is having a hard time getting him out of them. So that, that makes me pretty happy. All right. So that was that was my cricket adventure so far. And for some of my other projects, I have some some cricket ideas. All right. So let's talk about sewing. I sewed like started and finished real sewing projects. Well, kind of as real as they are for me. Um, it occurred to me around Thanksgiving that I have been knitting, spinning, sewing, whatever for a decade and a half. And I really hadn't made any home decor holiday items, right? So I made a tree skirt and a, a coordinating table runner, and I thought they were pretty fantastic. I say kind of sewing, starting and finishing projects, because I didn't exactly use patterns. I just, you know, used my Google Foo to find ideas and then reverse engineered what I wanted to make. And I made a table runner and a coordinating tree skirt, and they make me so happy. Started and finished, pick color coordinated fabrics that are seasonally appropriate, but not like super holiday bound. They're more of like winter looking. So it's pretty cool. Very, very pleased with that. I don't exactly have any additional sewing projects in the works at this time, except I need to engineer something for my double pointed needle collection because they're kind of in a shoebox right now <laughs> in their original packaging, you know, to try to keep them together. But I constantly am like, wait a minute, what size is this needle? Where does it go? Uh-oh. So I'm going to sew a container or several containers for those. I was just thinking I wanted to sew individual pouches for each size. And I kind of have like this vase thing in my craft room that they would just sit in so that they're always together with the, with the remainder of the set. So they're, I think, eight inch long double pointed needles in sets of five. So I certainly don't want to lose any of them. And I 
Right now I'm missing two or three of them and I got to figure out where they are located because that's kind of driving me insane. But that's all I currently have planned for sewing. All right, so I guess it's time to move on to knitting. Back onto that vein of being a knitter who's never really knit anything like holiday decor wise, I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for like 15 years. How have I never made stockings, right? Like, so for whatever reason, which is crazy because, you know, I have two adult children and my significant other and the adult children, you know, really aren't always home for the holidays now. So it's really interesting that I decided to do that now, but I did. And I actually started and finished the knitting on four stockings and you know that okay they weren't done in time for Christmas but they're still done right they're still done the knitting is done we'll talk about that in a second but I use the basic Christmas stocking pattern in the medium size it's um church mouse yarns and it was released in December of 2018 and it's a really simple pattern and the finished results are really great and I used color coordination I color coordinated all four of the stockings with one another and they also go with the color scheme of the tree skirt and the table runner. So that's pretty cool. So I say they're not finished because I had to set them aside um, for a couple other professional projects I had going on, but I want to line them with fabric because I am at, and because I really want to be able to use them, not just have them hanging around. Um, so I need to line them with fabric, probably muslin, or I'll use leftovers from the previous project with the tree skirt so that they don't stretch when they have contents in them. That'll be pretty cool. And I also want to embellish them a little bit with um, applique initials for each of our family members. So that still has to be done and it is February. So theoretically, I should be able to get those finished by the holiday season 2021. Pretty excited that I did start and finish the knitting. What else have I been doing? So I've made several cowls. So I have really only been, most of the knitting that I have gotten done outside of the stuff I had did around the holidays has been working on samples and patterns for pending release, that kind of stuff. So, but that's two cowls and a hat and I've taken a break, actually three cows. We'll talk about that one in a second. Um, I've taken a little break from knitting my own designs and I've cast on a pair of socks for the boy. I'm making him another pair of boyfriend socks. The boyfriend socks I found when I knit them for him were pretty fantastic, like really good, interesting um, cable pattern on the socks. So it kept me engaged because that's a lot of knitted fabric and a lot of stitches go into a pair of socks for the boy. But I haven't had a pair of socks on the needle since I did two pair of the Turkish bed socks. So he's due. Like everyone else has gotten socks like twice since him, you know, since he got his last pair. And so way back in the day when Knit Picks used to sell like the sock collection yarns, you know, like they'd have a color scheme and they would send you, you know, for X amount of dollars, you would get enough for, I was probably eight pair of socks in a kit in their various types of sock yarn and I'm knitting these in Knit Picks Essential Tweed sock yarn and he already has a pair of socks in Essential Tweed and they honestly have I think it's probably one of the best wearing best washing sock yarns I've ever used I don't know if the quality is the same because I literally bought these probably 
like 10 years ago around the time I made my first sock. So, you know, I'm, I've been knitting from the stash. So that's pretty cool. But I really do love that sock yarn. And I'll have to figure out when I bought it so we can know like what Circa stood up that well. And I, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing what they have in Essential Tweed now because maybe they've got um, to see if, you know, to do like a quality comparison to see if it wears the same and see if it it holds up the same way their original stuff did. That'd be pretty cool. And I also cast on the Gift of Promise cardigan by Erica Flory. And I'm knitting that in, what is this stuff called? So I purchased it on clearance sale a million years ago from Craftsy when they actually were selling yarns before they came under new ownership again. <laughs> that was kind of a cluster. I'm looking on the pattern right now to figure out what the uh, the yarn was. Do to do. So it is Highland DK by Cloudborn Fibers and it's 100% fine Highland wool. It's a little scritchy. I definitely will not be wearing it not as a layered item over long sleeves. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So honestly, it's a pretty simple pattern. And I love that the majority of the stitch pattern is double seed stitch. And I'm really enjoying the look of the double seed stitch. And so I've made a few items in my past that were seed stitch. And it gets a little grueling to do single seed stitch. Kind of in the same way as I'm not a huge fan of one by one ribbing. I'm getting a lot of satisfaction out of the double seed stitch the same way that I enjoy uh, knit a two by two rib. So, and it's got a neat little cable element that goes across. It's an asymmetrical cardigan, like it's a cardigan slash wrap. So it's got sleeves, but one of the sides of the cardigan is substantially longer than the other. So it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. And I'm super excited that I have cast it on. And that is moving pretty good. All right. So I think the only thing else I was going to mention was I just finished knitting a sample for a pattern that is coming out in interweave knitted gifts at the end of the year. And that's pretty exciting. And I also have a shawl coming out in the color block collection from Knitpicks here next month. So that's pretty exciting. All right. I have been busy. I've gotten a lot done. I'm trying to devise a way to get back to spinning on a regular basis because I've kind of been the suck at that. And we all know, but I have been, look, I had a lot to report this time, right? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And hopefully I will show up next time with some more finished objects and we can talk more about that. All right, that's all I got. I'm spinning my wheels. Okay, so it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. It was short and sweet, but I didn't want to waste another day and not record. Um, so much has happened over the past a million months that they, there's just no way I could really mention everything. I have devised a scheme for taking notes like on a daily basis so I can actually remember what I want to talk about. So this should be pretty good. I've got a plan in place and we are getting things moving. Thank you all for joining me. For my returning listeners, I appreciate you sticking by me. For those of you who are just trying me, thanks for starting out. And the song leading us out today will be a song called Hello by Martin Solvig and Dragonette. 
As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at Shiloh at Forever Handmade or catch me on Ravelry as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. Thank you.